0: Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian How's it going? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what are we feeling? It's so funny that you ask that, as, as we do every week. <laughs> um, but this week is a little different. This week, yes. um, we're experiencing some exciting like things on the horizon, I think. Yes. As a team. For sure. Right?
1: I feel like um, this is a true test of like, all the things that we talk about and advocate for as Queen Speaking podcasters to all of you lovely listeners, Mm -hmm. the importance of taking a break when you need it. Yes. And Sid and I have fully been, like, at a 10 and revamping – like, just a lot of things have been kicked up (laughs) real aggressively. Yes. And and not even, like – Maybe a little bit of what's been happening has been like us working really hard, committing to new things, being excited about the work that we're doing, um, but realizing that there's like some boundaries that are bleeding into other things, and um, both of us are kind of at this like I, I personally am feeling like I need to you know have a better con- have better control over my schedule and. I'm feeling like I want to dedicate more time to Queen speaking, Mm -hmm. but what does that take? Right. What does it take? (laughs) A break. Time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think what's really interesting is, you know, when we started, the whole goal, the only goal (laughs) that we set for ourselves was get an episode out every week. That was the goal. And we have delivered on that goal for now 75 weeks. (laughs) right 75 episodes 75 at episodes. least so does that mean two two years plus of of work effort yeah so you know you sit back and you're like well okay is that goal we've met that goal that goal has done been met Yeah. And so I think
1: that was actually technically a 2018 goal. So we've like kind of
0: fully exceeded that. And then some. And then some. And so now we're thinking okay, what were our other goals? And we tried out a few things behind the scenes and we realized they weren't in the direction that we wanted to be going in based on like what we had talked about when we first started. And so now we're really learning how to take an intentional step back and say like, what do we, what do we want this thing to be? We want this to be a phenomenal podcast. We want to connect with our listeners. We want to share like parts of ourselves in our own lives. Um, But we want to deliver great content. We want to deliver things that are meaningful and actually happening to both us and the people that are tuning in every week. So thank you to all of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And we realize that means that we might need to take some intentional time off. We're taking a vacation. We're taking a vacation. But
1: (laughs) with the, the mindset that the work that we're doing will continue Mm -hmm. but behind the scenes and maybe not recorded live on this podcast for you all but needless to say there will be great content for us to share the second that we kick back up at Mm -hmm. the start of august absolutely Um, but we're taking a month off and (laughs) that's a little bit because we both have vacation yep and uh, some of that vacation is uh, overseas.
0: It's Out of the country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some of it is uh, up in the mountains. Yep. Where Not no great service reached
0: there. <laughs> you know.
1: And so that's another moment to say, like, okay, this is happening. This is coming in the forefront of uh, it. It's on the horizon. How do we prepare for this? And then thinking about preparing and being like, ah, oh, we'll have to like pre-record episodes. But like, what if? Mm -hmm. we use this time to take a step back and just like i think there's an important message in all of this that like we as women should be advocating for ourselves and our time and what we need to like fully reflect and be like am i present in the things that i'm living right um and also like does does everything that we're doing still align with like how this has evolved yeah because just like what sid was saying is that like at a certain point we're like okay we achieved this we've released an episode every friday but is that like still relevant for y'all as an audience so like you know sourcing your input and like we're gonna do a nice little uh goal orientation with the things that we kick-started this with Mm -hmm. what we want to do next because like we're not going anywhere
0: Mm -mm. no we will absolutely be back
1: But I think it's important for us to say, like, let's take a breather to just, like, refresh and see what's top of mind. Because, like, we're both at kind of a really big, like, life change moment. For sure. Age-wise, too. Yeah. Sid's on the horizon of 30. Can't believe it. Um, I'm already there.
0: (laughs) Sadness sets in.
1: (laughs) But I think there are a lot of things that happen in life that, like you got to take a minute to like step back and be like, where are we? What are we doing?
0: And unintentionally, we both had this, you know, because we do our updates every week and we both had things that spoke directly to this, like, Hey, recognize when you're speeding toward a brick wall and advocate for yourself. And Hey, maybe take a couple days every week off, (laughs) like in the evenings that have nothing planned, nothing scheduled. And, Take time off work Mm -hmm. if you need time off work. So the fact that both of us had this kind of like on the things that we wanted to talk about because we've been feeling some type of way, I think was kind of another additional sign for us to say like, okay, how do we do this thoughtfully and with intention and also like still do the great and, and amazing work that we love to do with QS, but do it in a way that like will help us move forward in the way that. It might be time to move forward on and that means that making these episodes better means that like filling them out with again like great content that you all want to hear um so you can find us on instagram even while we're on our break um from recording we'll upload photos from europe and
1: the adirondacks
0: yes and we're <laughs> at queen underscore speaking and we want to hear from you too like in that time we'll be asking like What do you all want from us? What do you want to hear? And what can we do to like give you what you've been looking for, either that you're not getting somewhere else or you want more in depth with us or whatever it is? Like, we want to hear it. Um, But this is a very long (laughs) way to say (laughs) that we are recording an episode today. (laughs) You will have a full episode today. But after that,
1: there will be a slight (laughs) breather. Yes. But we'll be kicking it back in August, at the beginning of August,
0: ready for you. Yes. We're super amped. With a brand new women inspiring Team QS as we start every month. Yes. So, and we're very excited. But we are so thankful for all of you for continuing to tune in, for giving us feedback, for showing up for us. And we want to make sure that we're showing up for you in the best way that we possibly can. And we know that right now that means giving ourselves a quick breather to make it even better
1: yeah and uh hopefully you're inspired by this so that you can take a
0: a much-needed breather that's what summer's for it is and let me just give a shout out to the person that we saw do this miss elise micklitch from light within candle co and she snaps she is just the best firstly but secondly she was like I need to have a summer and I need to take a break so I'm just like shutting down the shop for a hot minute I'll be back and I was like wow awesome because you're like you're not gonna lose my business for taking a break I'll be right there waiting with my cash in hand when you're back at it when your candles all burned up yes but it's it was great to see someone who is like running her own small business and kicking butt say like you know what and she's working full-time on top of that and has a life on top of that. And the fact that she was like, hey, I'm going to take a break. I'll see you guys when I get back. I was like, hey, that's awesome. Sometimes taking <laughs> a breather is part of the hustle. Yes. So
1: we are. With that, <laughs> we're inspired and we're uh, we're excited to share with you guys new and exciting things coming on the horizon. Uh but we have to take a break to figure out that
0: is. Yes, exactly. So, but you will see us again over on Instagram. We're on there a fair amount of time, so feel free to check in with us there. And uh, let's should we get on with should we get on with the episode? Let's,
1: let's we kick do it? it. Let's kick it off. Uh, what's inspiring you, Sid?
0: Okay, so we all know that I have a a very now very popular obsession with Bon Appetit Mm -hmm. and they also have kind of a few different offshoots of their uh like from that brand there are a few other brands Mm -hmm. that now fall under it and one of them is healthy-ish and actually I really like the recipes in basically which is another one yes that those are so I'm like I can do this and it's very exciting but healthy-ish Um, is more like, it seems like less cooking, but like cooking adjacent. It's like lifestyle with like cooking as like a part of that, Um, not fully centered around it. So they're doing a guide to your 30s um, like series right now. And while I'm not in my 30s yet, I thought that this would be a good prep (laughs) for me as I uh, move toward that world, real fast, Re- I'm almost there. I'm I feel everything happening that goes along with my thirties. Honestly, I like I feel myself being tired. I feel like my features are getting bigger.
1: I don't think that's true. <laughs>
0: I think my nose has grown. Truly, I was looking this morning. Either way, <laughs> things are happening. Um, dairy still doesn't sit well, but <laughs> that's not new. <laughs> Um, But I really liked, like, I read a few of the pieces, but I really liked the intro piece to the series. The tone was just fun. And it was reminding us that, like, fun doesn't have to stop at any point. And then that sent me down a really weird spiral of, like, do I even know what fun is? <laughs> which was terrifying to happen first thing in the morning. But it was this like fun reminder that like maybe fun doesn't look the way it did when you were 21, but fun can still happen and it doesn't have to take a lot of work. Yes, And so I just really appreciated like that sentiment. And then the articles that kind of went along with it were fun and different. It was like, you know, cooking tools that you might just want to have. That like the, the some of their editors were like, these are our go tos. We'll never replace them. They'll last forever. So like fun things like that, um, along with a few other like dating guide and things like that. Um, but I just I like the tone. I was like, wow, this is so light and fresh, and it just like made me like lift off a little bit, and I liked it.
1: I'm gonna need to read this.
0: I think I'm you're. Gonna, I, think I don't you're know enjoy how I it. missed it. I don't either. Um, I don't know. I think you, I saw on Instagram. Because okay. I follow basically Healthyish and Bon Appetit on Instagram.
1: That's impressive.
0: The Who branding is so
1: good. It's one of my favorites.
0: The font, honestly alone, just makes me so happy, which is a thing I never thought I would say. I just... But the colors, the font, like, all of it is just so Chef Molly.
1: She's my girl. Oh,
0: Molly Baz and Tuna, <laughs> her dog... She Well, she runs all of the basically stuff, which I'm also very impressed by, but that's a story for another day. But we'll share that. It's awesome. Even if, you know, if you're in your 30s, you're out of your 30s, you're coming up on your 30s, I think it works for everybody. We all need to remember how to have fun and then it doesn't have to take a lot of work to have a good time. Hell yeah. Yes. Here we go. What's inspiring you, Braum?
1: I read an interesting article, uh, which relates to a past episode we did on emotional intelligence. And this was uh, how we should be phrasing it as emotional fitness over emotional intelligence. And I just thought it was one of those things where I was like, I'm reading this because I'm curious clickbait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I fall for it all the time. Um,
1: And so it really was one of those moments where it's – acknowledging and accepting that growth is hard and takes effort and commitment and i think that's where the fitness piece comes into play Hmm. um and one of the things that they talked about was paying attention to what triggers stress um i feel like also you know (laughs) timely
0: it's like we (laughs) have more fun or something what's
1: triggering (laughs) stress um so thinking about how we can limit those and obviously just like having that friendly reminder of like, maybe I should schedule more time, buffer time for myself as we've talked about. Um, But just a reminder of like how valuable it is to actually like go through and write things out um, and add that piece of that experience, like as I'm working on this emotional fitness um, to add that to my routine to like help work toward building up emotional clarity and tolerance. Um, and just in the article goes more in depth into those pieces of it. But I think just acknowledging that it really truly is a muscle that we need to strengthen because um, I've been having a lot of conversation conversations lately about just like how we're not truly taught like how to manage these things appropriately. Like we're
0: not given the
1: tools to be like, do you know what emotion you're feeling?
0: Right. And people are just like, you can explain that, right? You know what that means. I'm yeah. Like,
1: what? It's like, are you sad? And you're like, that's the only d- emotional phrase I know right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, and it kind of goes back to, remember that wheel Mm -hmm. that we were given at one of our food and wine nights that had, like, six major feels, and then all of those feels were broken down, like, three more times? Yeah. And And that was so helpful. 500 words to describe things, and you're like, oh, I never knew what camp I lived in. Yes. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with something that I think I talked about last week with the, like, distilling down how you're feeling from, like, a full, like, 30 seconds to 10 seconds mm-hmm. to like one word and like it's all of those things of learning how to identify what your feels are but like unless you have that wheel or something like this article it's hard to like figure You're like, that what out what am i
1: navigating right yeah and i i think as we especially when you think about emotional intelligence as it relates to like self growth and self-awareness being able to identify things and say like I know that I'm feeling this, but this doesn't affect me, Mm -hmm. like an acknowledgement of it. And I think it's really hard to do that unless you take the time to like think about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: that's a practice.
0: It is. It is. And like most things that we talk about, I think it's picking the ones that, like, you really need as part of your life and then doing this work to say, like, it needs to be. And, again, I'm a big advocate for having a buddy. So if there's someone that is also working on this, like, use that as the check-in person and make sure that, you know, the people you care about are on top of it and, and learning and utilizing those new skills on a regular basis so they're flexing the muscle.
1: You know it. I like it give it to me straight Sid what are we talking about today
0: okay apparently once you've conquered imposter syndrome once it doesn't just go away <laughs> did you know that yep. <laughs> this is one of those things that like feels bad every time it hits <laughs> and even when we think we've done it once inevitably because we grow and change and are intentionally moving through our world we notice these things it will definitely come up again so like as we're faced with all these new challenges and opportunities and we're learning that like you just have to start over in a way and not fully I guess I shouldn't say that we have tools from the first time we went through it right so it's We understand it to a certain degree, but then it's the new challenge that's kind of piled on top that we're like, oh, maybe I don't have the tools to handle this new thing. Um, So even if we know it might be coming because we're faced with something new, we don't always know how to manage it. So today we're going to talk about like, what is imposter syndrome? I know we've talked about it before, but we're going to dig in a little bit more today and then who we lean on for support and how we kind of like cope with this and how we identify it. And then um, what are ongoing, like what are our, what are our <laughs> ongoing uh, battle looks like with imposter syndrome? Because I think we're both like kind of somewhat in the thick of it a little bit right yes. now. <laughs> I, and
1: I think it's one of those things that will, will creep up depending on, what your triggers are Mm -hmm. Um, and it's important to to like address it and talk about it because I think it's especially I've found that the more people talk about it as they get older and actually more experienced and we have some thoughts around that I think it's interesting yes so let's speak at Queens let's do it uh Sid remind me what imposter syndrome is
0: and us all of us all of not just me (laughs) the whole team Uh, imposter syndrome is a pattern of behavior when people, in quotes, doubt their skills and accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. How heavy is the word fraud? (laughs) But it's like truly what we feel. It's literally
1: the feeling where you're like, someone's gonna call me out and be like, "You don't belong here." A thousand percent.
0: Like, get out. Yes, yes. (laughs) And then usually, I feel like imposter syndrome can like creep into our work environment. But I think it's important to also acknowledge that it can creep into other areas of our lives. Like, I think of you know new parents. It might happen with them. To people that are in new relationships, it might happen with. Them. Um, I think it can happen kind of in in any corner of the life that we live. And it's important to kind of identify it and learn how we can maybe combat it a bit more. Totally.
1: Um, there are also really interesting ways that people cope with imposter syndrome, and it actually feeds into bad behavior. Oh. Which sucks.
0: Um <laughs> and it ends up We can't get away from it effort.
1: <laughs> and it ends up perpetuating imposter syndrome imposter syndrome and this is actually something i listened to um on one of my fave podcasts being boss mm-hmm. the episode with tanya uh, geisler which again we'll link to this in the show notes queenspeaking.com slash 75 75 um but what those are and i think this is like an illuminating moment for us of like oh i like when you acknowledge like i'm in this space How do I get out of it will Mm -hmm. help you, like, how to break that cycle, which we want to talk about too. Um, But the things include perfectionism, where it's like, I want to try and do everything the right way, the best way. Do it all. Mm -hmm. Too many things. I fall into this camp pretty often.
0: I was going to say, how many of these, like, are checked off to know we have a problem? All of them.
1: (laughs) yikes um procrastination which is a little bit of the avoidance of the situation to be like oh i don't think they think i can do it so i'm gonna gonna avoid it
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um leaky boundaries this is like
0: our this is breon 101 and me i should say that (laughs) it's both of us
1: maybe me a little worse but (laughs) saying yes to all the things um and also like setting not adhering to the boundaries that you've set yeah um people pleasing prioritizing everyone else's feelings over your own and this like strong need to feel liked yeah drug city (laughs) uh diminishment which is a little bit more of like the uh let like bringing other people up while like downplaying your assets and your strengths and all of those things and like believing that you're not worthy of Success or achievement or, you know, shout outs from your team, whatever. And then comparison, which is not believing that you
0: uh, stand up to other folks. It's crazy. I was just on the Twitter earlier today and somebody had posted something that was like, I was talking to my friend and I, and I said something like, why do you believe that I can do so many more things than I believe I can do? And that person looked at them and said, because the lie you tell yourself every day about your abilities is not true. And I was like, ooh. I immediately <laughs> but, want to just start sobbing. Seriously. <laughs> and it goes to that, I mean, it's I all feel of sea. these. <laughs> but it's true, like, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> it's all of those things. And especially like the diminishment like, all of, like, I'm so glad that you put this because I think it's one thing to, like, say what imposter syndrome is. Mm-hmm. It's entirely different to say, like, oh, and all of these things that you think aren't imposter syndrome, they are.
1: <laughs> or, like, all these things that I think I'm doing to help myself feel better are right. actually perpetuating this terrible, vicious cycle that I'm
0: in. Yes. And I thought oops. that that was such, like, <laughs> oops, that powerful thing of, like, because the lie you tell yourself is just not true. And you're like, what? <laughs> It, like, it stopped me in my scroll. You know, usually it stopped me in my tracks, stopped me in my scroll. And it's one of those things that I feel like is now, like, burned into my brain. Like, what? Can you send that to me? I want to just, like, print that out. I sure can. Put it on everyone's desk. Yes. And I feel like there's this fine line, right? And we'll get into this later. But, like, that fine line of, like, because then this is probably part of imposter syndrome is saying, like, but what if I think I'm not telling myself a lie, but I am? (laughs) What if I got too confident and things were too good? Where's the Goldilocks uh, Seriously. response to this? Seriously. So talking about that, let's get into how to break the imposter syndrome cycle a little bit. Hit me with it, Sid. I always like to start with leaning on my square squad. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so Our this new is, favorite
1: activity. I
0: love the Square Squad. <laughs> I've used it a few times since I learned about it. And it is incredibly helpful. Um, as a reminder, the Square Squad was something we talked about before that was kind of started by Brené Brown, like our mecca. And it's the group of people who kind of can fit in that one inch by one inch square, like you write their names in this square. And it's that group of people who like you trust and will gut check you. They'll tell you when you're screwing up and they'll tell you when you're on top of the world. Like they are the people that you go to for the honest, hard truth. Like the thing that you don't ever want to hear, they're going to tell you. And I think the reason we identify this as a coping mechanism for imposter syndrome is because... If you've picked the right people, like, they can be kind of the line of defense. So what we were just talking about that that tweet. That person, whoever said that to the other person, was definitely in their square squad. Like, the lie you tell yourself is just not true. Like, that person should live in that square squad. So, like, start by identifying who those people are. Start there.
1: Start. <laughs> and then when you acknowledge that, I think the best thing you can do, too... And I found that this is really helpful is, like, when you're feeling that low, that low moment is being, like, you know, me to sit or whoever is the appropriate person of, like, can I, am I off base thinking these things? Right. Can you give me an honest answer? Right. And sometimes, like, the truth is that person will gut check you in, like, a way where it's, like, yeah, you are being selfish, but, Mm -hmm. like, that might not be a bad thing. Right. Right. And so... Having someone who can, like, look at you at face value, but, like, tell you the truth, also make you feel better, mm-hmm. give you some reality of the situation, which is the most helpful
0: thing. It's just, like, what is the truth, Sid Bell? That grounded statement. Mm-hmm. What else can we do, Brom?
1: Oh, we should trust our experience and knowledge. I'll say that with joy. Trust your experience and knowledge.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes.
1: I think that one thing that helps in this, especially if you're like feeling syndrome, I think a lot of time I'm going to go off and say that this is probably like more of a personal thing, but it might be pretty relatable for a lot of people is that this can come up from a work-related standpoint
0: Mm -hmm.
1: of like, do I have what it takes to do what happened, what I need to do? Um, And so documenting how you actually go through and act on this thing that was hard or is new or that makes you feel imposter syndrome and track how you approached it, mm-hmm. track your proge- progress, see if there are ways that you can improve, see if you learn something that you can implement into the next phase. And if it's written down, we talk about this so much, mm-hmm. how valuable that is to like have that as a resource of like, Oh, there's this thing that I have to consistently do. And if I'm, I've done it, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling super confident about it. Who in my square squad, potentially someone on your team, or maybe it's a friend, like, hey, this is how I did this. Like, can I get some feedback? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think writing out the reality of your effort can help you feel more comfortable and confident in the work that you're doing, but also prove that some of those fears that you're experiencing aren't actually real or true. Right. Believe that you're capable. Bottom
0: line. Yeah. Yeah i i love this because it does and it can be as structured or unstructured as you'd like but like that remembering to revisit it is like the key point here i mean writing it down is obviously what makes all of it go but revisiting it in those times of doubt is what reminds you that you are capable and like helps you believe that you are capable and i was thinking about this as we were preparing for this episode and i started thinking about that calendar project i started a few months ago where like on, you know, the calendar I, like, agonized over for six months and haven't touched in longer is, like, use the full um, month page to say, like, if I accomplish something in a day or something good happens, like, write it down on that day. That totally fell off. And so I'm trying to come up with something that's easier to revisit or is more of an ingrained habit now Mm -hmm. um, and isn't, like, so thought out. It's not something that I'm changing a routine to fit into my schedule. So whatever you do around this, I think see what you're already doing throughout your day and adding it in. Like if it's, if you already have six docs open on your computer, open a new doc and have it labeled this and start there. Anything that's going to make it like an adjacent habit versus like a brand new habit will hopefully help in making this part of what will help um, kind of break that habit of not believing we're capable of anything. (laughs) I also think that your resume is a really good place for something like this. I remember when and I, you know, I remember when you were in the mode of updating your resume. (laughs) And that was such an interesting process because there were so many things that you did that it was trying to not even distill it down, but make make sure it was all there make sure that it was all warranted and yours and owning it and being proud enough of it to put it in writing and send it out the door and i think sometimes we think that our resume is in a place where like all of that stuff can live like the successes the numbers the projects the teams all of that work like that can live there so now every time i do something new i put it on my resume And so it lives there. So I revisit my resume. If I need a confidence boost, I'm going back to my resume. I'm going to say, holy crap, that's a lot of stuff. Why have you been doubting your ability to do this one thing when you have five years worth of doing it right in front of your face? Yeah. So I think that might be a good place for it to live if you're struggling to find a place.
1: I so agree. And I think just the act of acknowledgement, is really important to be like this is new for me but also the reason why they're giving me this task to do is because of these reasons Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't the your team doesn't define it for you but you have to define it for you so that you can say here's what I bring to the table right here's how I approach this and follow through on it because I think the other struggle with imposter syndrome is that it'll hold you back Mm -hmm. from like fully embodying the magical wonderful person that you are right and I think in this uh this kind of feeds into the the next section which is understanding what your fear may be behind you know thinking about like what am I doing how am I feeling why do I feel like an imposter in this situation and then question that Mm -hmm. and clarify your goals and so what can you do to identify why you're feeling a certain way is it failure Is it comparison? Is it an attempt at perfectionism? Mm -hmm. So like maybe a little bit of like, not just like, ah, I feel like a fraud. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. Then what am I doing to attempt to like bypass this? That may be a negative reaction that's like perpetuating these terrible feelings I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And then like work your way out of that hole a little bit. Right, right. Um, and I think, especially as it relates to comparison, sometimes it's about accepting that you're on a different path than someone else. I so often see people that I'm like, you're so successful or like, oh, I'm so inspired by you, which I think is like really admirable and mm-hmm. like tell people that like you're amazing and I'm so impressed and like can't wait to learn from you. Mm-hmm. But like that's that's the thing that you have to take away from it is that like everybody has different strengths. Yep. But you're on the team or you're friends with them or these are people that you're surrounded with or, like, seeing at a distance that you're, like, it's, like, I accept your strengths for what they are and here's what I bring to the table. Right. Um, And what can you actually learn from them in this experience rather than, like, Talk down to yourself about what you don't have that they have.
0: Right. Or take something away from them that they may have earned. Like Mm -hmm. it's all about that lifting up moment, right? So it's, you have to learn how to identify your skills, know that not everybody has what you have, but then be able to call out that not everybody has what they have. And you might be one of those people, but give them that credit and maybe they can boomerang it back to you or knowing that you were able to give credit away why can't you take credit for yourself like Yeah, and
1: when they give you credit take it believe it i <laughs> yeah. think that's the other thing that's often a real struggle with imposter syndrome is that you like someone
0: says it to you and then you're like I deflect you right and you're like that feels bad from the like the you know givers perspective it is like I am gassing you up I'm making you feel I then you forget that they said something nice to you right right and then you're like I feel terrible and why (laughs) like it's just and honestly even I've experienced this where I like somebody said something that I was like genuinely like they don't mean that but that's okay (laughs) they said like they said it. But why would someone say that?
1: Right. I think about that so... Why would someone say something that's a lie?
0: Well, and I feel like it's this moment where people, like, if if you're uncomfortable and you're just like, I, I need something to say, I'm just going to say something. And, like, I hope, like, that in times I'm aware enough to know, like, okay, they were just, they were struggling for something to say, so they just said that. And that's okay. But to not either, not have that be, like, the the rule like you know we talk about like you know the exceptions to the rule and the rule don't let that become the rule when somebody says something nice and you're like did did you are you sure like honor that feeling but then know that the person that you trust and love and will never tell you a lie in your whole life says like you're freaking amazing you're doing great work keep it up believe that person like that's the rule because you know better than that so (laughs) soapbox stepping down (laughs) (laughs) And one last thing. Well, we'll go on to other things. But around this specifically, we need to stop following people on social media that make us start a sentence with, if I could only be where they are, do what they do, be them. (laughs) That is, you know, admire people for the traits that they have and the personality type that they might bring to the table and, and be excited about those things. But don't ever make that what make you want to replace those things within yourself if you're following people that are like if I could just be that person then I'd be happy or if I could just accomplish that goal that they did then I'll be happy unfollow those people stop talking to those people walk away from those people (laughs) they are not helpful and it is toxic behavior
1: couldn't say it better myself.
0: I think we both unfollowed a fair amount of people recently.
1: Yeah, and it's freeing.
0: It's freeing. Now my whole feed is food and puppies, and I'm happy. Aww. <laughs> and babies. So many babies. There are a lot of,
1: I have a lot of babies in my feed. I'm into it.
0: I I'm think excited they're cute. about it. I will, because when you turn the sound on and it's giggles or like sleepy babies, joy. oh, just like shot to the heart joy. <laughs> so unfollow people that make you feel bad. Follow puppies. Follow puppies. Boom.
1: What is our personal experience? Sid, do you want to kick it off?
0: I'll kick it off. We wanted to include this because obviously we're not immune to this. We've made that very clear, I think, this entire episode. Uh, But sharing like our specific um, ways that we've experienced this will hopefully help others, like, either identify their own or just know that they're not alone in this. and I even feel bad saying this, but I honestly don't think that I really experienced any imposter syndrome until very recently. And it hit very, very hard. I've always felt, and this is going to sound terrible, but like, I've always felt like, I'm like, I got this. Like, I know what I'm doing. I can do anything. i like, I've told you this, that I sang in front of my entire, what, elementary school, middle school at some point the entire school it was a big freaking school and i thought that i could do that <laughs> and i i'm not the worst singer but i definitely shouldn't be doing that <laughs> and so there was not there was no moment until recently where i was like maybe pump the brakes a little bit <laughs> maybe you can't do that i just i've i've just always been very sure of of the moves that i'm making and i think it's because i could always kind of lean into my personality And I always felt like my, if my, my intelligence doesn't, doesn't have me, my, my personality does, (laughs) that can save me every time. And I feel like in the jobs that I've had, it's been more personality driven than task driven, um, or things I could like learn on the job and like, kind of like get up to speed. But it was recently that I was, I was asked to do something that I was like, why, are you serious? Get out of here. And I was like, dead. I'm just gonna say a swear word. <laughs> I was I was like, no way, thank you, but no thank you. Um, And that was the first time that I was like, holy cow, like, this is what people feel all the time sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It was terrifying. And it was, it was like paralyzing. It was so scary. And that's what makes us remember, like, this is so real for so many people on a regular basis. And thankfully, I have people on my team, both like, you know, my personal board of directors, my actual team, my home team, whatever it is, that helped me through that feeling and reminded me of like all of the reasons why this next step was taking place. Um but that was scary. And so now understanding like better what that is um and what it feels like for people every single day, it was like holy cow, like what can I the next thing was like what can I do to help people that like I've thankfully somehow avoided a lot of this and now I'm feeling it and it is Like, again, very paralyzing. So um, that was kind of my first experience with it. And uh, it's very helpful to have people around you that know you and know that you are more than your personality. And you do bring something valid to the table. Um, And having those people around you to, like, help remind you of that is very important. But that's kind of my personal experience with imposter syndrome that I truly did not think I have had the skills to complete the task um, or I didn't belong at the table. And there were a thousand reasons why. Um, and it was, it was not, it was not fun. how did you come out of it? I think I, so I think there are a couple of things that I've tried to do. It is re- truly listen to the people that tell me that I can do this and internalize that conversation and say like, okay, these are my people. They're not lying to me. If they didn't think I could do it, I wouldn't be here. Um, and the other thing is understanding like my place in all of this and really remembering what my strengths are. Not just speaking up to speak, not um, showing off, not doing anything that like is out of my comfort zone and remembering like by the way like these are the skills that you bring to the table these are the things you need to remind yourself of and there will be a time for you to say something it doesn't need to be loud and it doesn't need to be often but make sure it's impactful and make sure that it means something and so it's reminding like you don't have to be the best but you just have to be you Like, just remember who you are. And that comes from the internal, and that came from the external. And that was what was really helpful, being like, okay, looking at my resume, being like, these are the things you bring to the table, and then listening to the people around me, I think, has at least helped, like, dial it back. Excellent. For now.
1: (laughs) And I think that that's really helpful. Um, I think it's important, too, to, like, recognize what like you having the awareness to say like oh I've felt this and then to take a step back and be like what can I do to mm-hmm. like remind myself of my strengths and and use the team around me to like support me and actually believe the things like you went from like the the O S moment s <laughs> <laughs>
0: exclamation point
1: <laughs> where you're like oh, I don't know what to do to defining ways to like Shift yourself out of that. And I think that that's just like a really telling sign that you'll probably not fall into this as much as some other people like me do.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think like it helped to be like, it's not about me, it's about the task. And it's about like remembering what the task is and remembering like, okay, this is what you're here to do. This has nothing to do with you. Like, this is a full team effort. So if you take the spotlight off of yourself and put it back on the task and what you're there to complete, then there is like a, a bit of a weight that is list, lifted off after that. And I think that is when like the wall kind of came down a little bit too. It's like, oh, this this is, you know, you're one of many. You're not just you on stage here by yourself. So true. And I think that's
1: actually where I fall into this trap pretty often is that I like hone in so aggressively mm-hmm. and zero in on like, you're responsible for everything mm-hmm. and i think that that becomes really challenging um when you're trying to like get anything done mm-hmm. and f- and feel confident in the work that you're doing um but i will fully agree that this definitely is something that has progressed as i've gotten older mm-hmm. um and there's actually a reason for that oh a friend of mine recently shared a post on Instagram with me about this thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect hmm. and this is where the more experienced you become the less confident you are in the work you produce
0: what? that's terrifying on the
1: contrary people with low levels of expertise are blessed with pure ignorance and all the confidence in the world to just be like I got this like you when you that were was like, literally
0: me yeah you were like <laughs> give me the stage yes I will conquer it. Right. Well, and that was that moment where I was like, I know I'm not the best singer, but I've got personality. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's like the expertise was not what I was worried about. and the, so I did fully ignore <laughs> any level of that. That's so interesting. And like I'm sure we both can come up with a few examples on both sides, truly. yeah, including me. <laughs> and I
1: and I am instead of the personality, I'm
0: like, let me show you how hard I can work and you and but you are both and i think like that is the thing that you forget sometimes is that you are both Probably you true. bring both to the table all the time
1: but <laughs> maybe not but uh, and but, also and also so the thing is and i think to relate it back to this point of the dunning-kruger effect is that because I've been exposed to failure mm. or like embarrassment around like oh you didn't come prepared to that thing mm. that made you feel bad mm-hmm. <laughs> you like get this I I'll, I'll have this fear inside me of like I don't want to experience that again and I find that I'll seek out feedback. And then question when people give me positive feedback, which is just crazy
0: town. Whereas like when you get negative feedback or like this needs improvement feedback, you're like, absolutely, it's probably way worse than that. But thank you for being kind. Right. It's
1: like, (laughs) I can work on that. But when someone's like, here's what you're great at, you're like, let me downplay this. But the reality is like, I think in that situation when I'm like shutting it down, it's like me being afraid that someone, like, even though they're giving me a compliment, it's like, you're still going to call me out on BS soon, right? And, like... It's
0: like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Always.
1: And so, for me, I think the thing that happens that, like, we've talked about before, but, like, helping to pull those thoughts out of my head and put it on paper to, like, visualize it and see, like, okay this is aggressively wrong and not real. And this is maybe the true situation. Like, what did did they actually say? Right. Versus, like, what you're hearing.
0: Right. (laughs) So true. And I think, like, that's why I, I said this before. There was a woman I used to work with who said, like, sometimes I'll ask somebody to repeat back to me what they just heard me say. Because it's very interesting to hear what some people, between her lips and their ears, what happened. Because they'll say something and she's like, nah that's, no, that's not it. (laughs) In in a lot of different situations, but I think about that all the time of like, am I really hearing what this person is saying or am I manipulating it to make myself feel better or to like serve some like weird need I have to like never be good enough? You know, it's like, what is happening in between that moment? So true. So true.
1: But I think as we've talked about, I think just having a little bit of, Uh, confidence, like we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. um, in your experience and what you bring to the table, your strengths, your knowledge. It's kind of like pulling everything together so that you are the greatest you. And what that actually brings to the work that you do, the person that you are, and like what you offer the world is quite miraculous. Mm -hmm. And so just taking a minute to like think back of these things and like realize like oh i see myself like pulling into comparison or like trying to achieve perfectionism to like combat these feelings and like let's take a step back and think about that for a second and be like what's what's the reality here
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. standing in the truth shall we break let's break hey everyone thanks so much for listening this week
1: you can follow us on Instagram at queen speaking to continue
0: the conversation. And you can find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See, See you, you next week. week.